since I bought that one, it came with this one too for free. Oh, hey, hey, I hear a zipper. From the mountains in the east to the caves in the west, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. I am a real American, fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American, fight for what's right, fight for your life. Like fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 117 of The Real WTH Show. I am Tommy, uh, coming from West Virginia, and this is Wilson, who's maybe underwater right now. Not me. Yeah, you're, you're, you're good right now, though. Yeah. But you, you've been guys going to get some weather, though. That's for sure. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, you hey. sent me some... We started too early. I was going to show you one more thing. Okay, well, you're editing, so you didn't want to edit, so this is the edit. This isn't an edit. Look at this guy. Oh, that's that um, the, the, um, steel um, from Egypt. Well, what's it called? From Egypt? Damascus. E- Damascus steel, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what's up right there. I like that. That's my new knife. Yeah, your new knife? Since I bought that one, it came with this one, too, for free. Oh, hey, hey, I hear a zipper. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the knife. Yeah, I don't know if Ryan from MSR Arms is going to be happy that you're you're buying from the competitor. Uh, you know, I actually looked, and I don't think he had too many knives on there. So You know what? He didn't. That, he, did, he just liked them. Thing I think I'm going to change once I get out there. Yeah. Well, you know, I got, remember. I got, I got business plans I got to talk to him about. Well, remember, Handy. Love knives. He was a knife collector. Yeah, and I see why now because I've become a, a knife collector. Yeah, because I remember he that was there. What, what episode was that? It was we were talking about like uh, things we collect, and I was like, you know, I collect like movies and stuff like that. And he's all, he's like, I don't connect, I don't collect anything. I just don't do that. I'm like, well, this is making for an awesome show. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, I collect knives. Yeah. And that was it. I'm like, good story, good story, bro. But he does. He collects. Knives, a lot yeah. of knives, expensive knives too. See, like that, this one that I got made by an up and coming company, but they're getting more well known. Civivi, very good. Civivi, yeah. We we knives and Civivi, they're they're like the same same company. I think we knives is more of their like upper end. Are they like tiny knives? Like we is in small? No, like W E. Like <laughs> it's like us. it's 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 like knives. a it's like a small little knife. It's like this is a wee knife. I did find the small knife that I want to get though. Like it's a little little boot knife. It's the uh the CR CRK C C K R T Columbia River Knife Tool C R K T uh Squib Squid Squib Squid Wow Something like that. Squid Pro Quo. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Um so how was your New Year's? Were you working? Was I working? Yes. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. New Year's. I, I, did you make it to midnight? No, no. Uh, I actually had to stay uh, up at the 
North Pole cleaning some stuff up after, you know, the holidays. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, the, there was a, there was a bottle of bullet bourbon that had about maybe that much left in the bottle. And the person that was at the house I was staying at, he's about an inch, about an inch. It, oh, not even, it was, it was like three quarters of an inch, maybe. Okay. It was the, it was the big bottle though. So had like maybe one and a half shots and we got to, well, initially it was, it was a bad storm that weekend. Right. So, uh, power was out and, uh, sent all the, the elves home early. Cause I was like, what are you going to do here? Nothing. Right. There's no power, but then that meant no power at the house. So it was freezing and dark. And, uh, we, uh, it was probably like nine 30, almost 10 o'clock. And all of a sudden, boom, power comes back on. We're like, yes. <laughs> and we decided to take a, the the rest of that bourbon and that was it <laughs> that, that bed that's kind of like uh remember when the power well you were homeschooled well you went to regular school at some point did the power ever go off to, when you're in school and everyone's like remember. everyone's Maybe. like yeah you get to go home and that never happened you just sit there in the dark and then oh like, that happens now here play heads up seven up <laughs> oh yeah i remember that <laughs> duck duck goose because uh jason they the school district called and said hey come pick them up there's no power here See, we had that out here, but we um, there's actually some places here in my area that actually don't have water still since we had that big freeze. It was like negative twenty six. Um, so some we never lost water or power for that matter. But some of the places, like the pipes, just cracked, and then they they were down for like a week, and then they fix it, and they turn it on, and then the water obviously went past the area where they fixed, but then it would shoot out somewhere else because like man, it just it just kept cracking everywhere. So that's kind of lame. Yeah. But yeah, we made um I, I remade that beer cheese. I think I texted you about that. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Um, I ended up making it with a Guinness. We don't have Sierra Nevada out here, I guess. Um, so I made it with a Guinness. Oh. <clears throat> it actually t- real real quick, this is this is New Year's Eve. Uh when the power was out, I, I turned my flashlight on and luckily we had a lighter and we we stood around stove and yeah see there you go <laughs> stay warm right yeah yeah it, it it we i made like i said i made that beer cheese which the family loved um i also made my my street corn dip um which i think was the best out of everything and a salsa a, a new salsa and we made hot wings so uh we bought like just a bunch of like the chicken wings that had the little drumlets on them cooked those up in the air fryer and then we tossed them in our own sauce so that was pretty cool that's that same weekend oh yeah that's a lot of snow man yeah not a lot of not a lot of snow men <laughs> there's a lot of snow man man so um <clears throat> but um but you has the new year started off right for you besides all these storms you doing okay? Sure. Yeah. I know. We'll, we'll we'll get into all that craziness out there in a second, but um, but before we uh go further along, we're gonna we're gonna start this off with our cheers. Um, kind of a sad ending to 2022 for us. Well, sad ending for me 2022 because I I think um 
I don't know if your grandpa passed away in 2023 or 2022. I can't remember, but I think it was New Year's Day. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but my uncle Bob, he passed away on Christmas Eve um, from cancer. He was battling cancer for, man, I want to say six years or so. And um, I mean, he was a fighter. He he fought it for a, a, a very long time. And obviously Christmas time is very um, sad for my family anyways, because, you know, my dad passed away on December 18th. We had that conversation about, um, I think in the last episode about Christmas story and how in that he, he passed away in the movie in December 19th. And so this brought back just a bunch of memories, uh, just the feelings, I guess, you know, when he passed away. But, um, you know, he has a, a wife and a, and, a, and a son and he was in his uh, mid to late 60s. Um, but he, like I said, he was a fighter and he's not in any more pain right now. And he just, uh, man, cancer sucks, man. It, it's, I have my own beliefs on on it and i feel like we do have a cure for it we're just holding on to it um because it is another very, way to control people is very profitable for yeah. um medical personnel or, or you know companies but it's just sad seeing uh, someone's life um just basically go downhill from that and that's no fault of their own you know they didn't ch- anybody could get it it's it's not like a way of living you know, I mean, obviously some things contribute to it, but it's just, just sad because it could happen to anybody. Um, but he's not in any more pain. And then you said what, New Year's Day? Yeah, it was New Year's Day. In New Year's At Day, you like six o'clock ish, I think. That's when I got a message. So yeah, because I remember you sent me the message right after. Um, but your your grandpa was in the hospital for maybe what a week. I think they, and I think he went straight to hospice almost. It was, there were some things happening. He, he tripped. He's had some, some, what do you call it? Memory slash like dementia issues. Yeah. Yeah. So, and after he tripped and hit his head, he thought, he thought he got hit by a car. So, oh, wow. <laughs> he maybe he felt like he got hit by a car. Maybe he did. But yeah. after that, I mean, he's, I think he was just ready to go. Cause he, but, but this this guy's important though because he's a member of the drumming community. Yeah, he's an old school drummer, and actually, I I think I you know I totally forgot to look for that video when we talked about. It. There's a video that you shot, um, I think with my camera that's here, um, of your grandpa playing on my drum set, and and he's he's a old school man, like you know he holds the what, traditional styles what they call yeah, it, and yeah, and he's just sitting there. I mean, he's back in like the big band days and stuff, and yeah, and actually, I think basically all of your drum gear you have besides you know the the kit that i left there is basically from him passed down to you yeah old slingerland what was it was there a ludwig in there as well yeah yeah but he he passed away at what 92 that's a it was hold on 92 years four months and about 27 days wow and i still when you told me his um his name because uh, i couldn't remember his name he literally has the best drumming name in the world buddy trumbo mm-hmm. i mean that that is like very like the buddy trumbo quartet or like buddy rich like I, when i hear that if i saw he, featuring he buddy trumbo some of those people oh i'm sure he did he, he he helped start the jazz jubilee in sacramento so you know what's funny is i never went to that <laughs> 
And it's now it's more of a thing back in the day than it than it is. I don't even think they do it anymore. I think they stopped. They probably stopped since COVID, but I remember it was going on when I was there, at least at some point. Um, jazz is one of those music, those things that uh, I can't listen to. I have to watch. Yeah, that's um, that's what he played. Yeah, jazz. There's this band coming to um, Huntington out here. Um, the band's called Snarky Puppy, and there, there's like. 18 guys in the band but they're all like um it's jazz but it's like folk fusion new age it's it's everything so like the w's i don't know what the w's are you don't remember that band? five iron no. frenzy oh i love five iron frenzy no no it's it's not like ska it's not like that oh. but but um mike johnston talks about them all the time uh like their drumming is amazing and so i was like i'm gonna go on spotify and let's listen to some of it my head hurts i mean it's yeah. such it, it the timing on the drums is such an off time but the beat to the average person goes yeah it's easy well is it <laughs> yeah well do you try it um but they're coming and i'm i think in april and i'm really thinking i'm gonna go um, just to watch um, like these guys, because they're all like basically masters of their craft of what they do. Um, but, you know, I think it's awesome that, um, you know, I don't know if I ever got to meet your grandpa. Um, but I do know that he lived there when I was when I was still there for a while, then he moved back to Tennessee with your family, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but Man, I would have loved to pick his brain on just like just drumming knowledge and just stories. Do you have any? He's all self-taught. He he didn't ever have a lesson. Which, <laughs> funny you bring that up, which is kind of my downfall right now. I'm self-taught and um, all of a sudden I get the church notes for the song come up. They go, okay, um, it is a BPM of 146 and it is in 6-8 time. I'm okay. I get the 146. 6-8 uh, time? Um <laughs> I'm like, and so, so then I'm like Googling, what is six, eight time? And all I get is someone go, okay, so it's basically you have six beat in the measure, but the eighth, but, but, but the eighth uh, hit gets the beat. I'm all, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I don't know. I just know you just count off one, two, three, four, five, six, one. Yeah. Then, and then like one E and a two E I'm like, oh, okay, I'm lost. So um, I basically just went on like a mission and like friended like every worship drummer like out there and just follow their videos. And then um, I ask them, Hey, could you explain this to me? And they're like, Oh yeah, it's, it's this. I'm like, I still, my brain hurts from thinking. So I basically I've been practicing for like three hours every single day to try to get these beats. Cause that's not how I play. I'm an ear guy four four. I one, two, three, four, one, you know, that's how I play. But uh, which I think six, eight is actually kind of similar to four, four. Um, if I remember correctly, but anyways, back on topic. Um, I think it's cool, um, that I share that and you share that, um, part of, um, the drumming hobby with your grandpa. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I would just love to like, like, I love hearing stories. Would have loved to hear some stories of, of the old days of what it was like. You know, yeah, like jazz clubs and stuff like that. Like you know, back when you know people would actually yeah, that's dance. All to music. he used to do. And I think you said, if I'm correct, uh, you had some recordings of him, didn't you? On your old computer that we had in the studio, I thought you had some recordings of him. My, my mom just found a World War II Nazi knife in my grandpa's stuff. 
Snap. Well, maybe he <laughs> killed a Nazi. We're, we're talking about him, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe he killed a Nazi. So hats off to you, sir. <laughs> um, but did you have recordings of him drumming? I thought you did. Uh, I have a CD with him playing with a band. A Man, if you could find a way to upload that, we could. I can find a computer with a CD drive. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> CDs. What are those? Um, does it take the three and a half inch floppy? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's um, a zip drive, actually. Oh, yeah, the zip drive. Um, but man, that'd be kind of cool uh, to like insert some of that every now and then. Or if we're having like a video game or a game show thing, we could have like some jazz in the background. Um, but we're going to cheers my uncle Bob, uh, Bob Manfro, and uh, Buddy Trumbo. Um, you know, we, we will miss you and definitely left behind some memories. And um, hopefully um, we could honor you guys by making this show at least somewhat special for everyone. Cheers. That is some fine West Virginia water right there. Contaminated West Virginia water. It's not contaminated. That's up north in Parkersburg. So, like I said, Happy New Year, dude. Um, New Year's. Did you say New Year's or New Year? Happy New Year. I always find myself putting an S at the end of everything. Well, uh, I I do that when I talk about like before it happens. Like, what are you doing for New Year's? Not oh, New Year, okay, you know? okay. So, uh, like, I know my buddy. Speaking of New Year's, go ahead. <laughs> I was, I was just setting a... you up for it, and that's all. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, Brandon, he always adds an S at everything. And I remember when I lived um, in SAC, there was a store. So he would Dim- say News Years? No. Oh. <laughs> there was a store called Dimple Records. He goes, I'm going to Dimples. I'm all, what's that? He's all the records from all Dimple? He goes, no Dimples. I'm all, that's not what it's called. That's like my, I think my mom used to call Sizzler Sizzlers. But then she would call JC Penny. She'd just say pennies. Yeah. And Montgomery Wards was Wards. Wards, yeah. Wards. <laughs> so, anyways, and you have Schwartz's Schwartz's Schwartz's. Yeah. Are there still are those still around? They sell FAO Schwartz stuff in Target now. Right, but is the actual store still around? I have no idea. I think because Duncan's toy awesome ch- display. Because Duncan's toy chest, I think it was New York, but that was actually an FAO Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, I finished the Christmas story. It was most excellent. I loved it. Is your favorite part that it was all about his dead dad? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, you went there. <laughs> wow. That's how, I, um, that's how I deal with hard stuff. I felt like I could relate to it. Yes, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> um, so anyways, dude. Sound clip. Dude, you guys are getting slammed right now. No, I didn't miss it. You guys are getting slammed right now with like a trifecta of storms. Yeah. Um, now, now, my question for you is, is it as bad as people are saying it is? Because we're laughing oh, yeah. at you guys. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's never flooded here before, ever. Well, you're, you're up kind of on a hill, but you also have a major river. No, no, like no. Five minutes I mean, down the road from you. I mean, Placerville, Main Street was a river. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like there was water just flowing out of like, uh, you know where, where Home Depot is in Placerville? 
and there's like sure. a, there's a Polaris store up the road from it. Sure. Okay, that's going up a hill, right? Mm-hmm. That Polaris store had this much water flowing out the front door. Wilson is showing about a foot. Yeah. Okay, because your your hands don't translate well to audio. Everybody knows how much this much is. You're all, I caught a fish this big. Well, it, exactly. It, it, it was a guppy, everybody. It was a guppy. Um, um, yeah, it was bad. And they, they closed down the highway because American River was going over the bridge at like Ice House. Wow. And that's, the American River does deep. run, it runs right along Highway 50 there. Yeah, they closed and, it down initially at Whitehall because it was flooding there. Wow. And then I think they closed later at Ice, before Ice House because it was coming over the highway. Now, how about landslides? Have there been a lot, like a lot, not avalanches, but I'm talking about like mudslides. Has that, has that happened a lot mm. with this storm? Probably. I mean, there's, there's little spots here and there. There was a big, a big one. If you look on uh, the El Dorado County watch page, there was a big one that took out an entire house. Wow. But because with all the fires you guys have been having out there, you would think that in all this rain, there would be a lot of mudslides. And that's one thing that yeah, we haven't heard on the news out here. Is this mudslides. is the second, second winter since the fire. So, okay. A lot of the mudslides happened last year. Yeah, because those of you guys that don't know, like Sacramento, it, it, it's Wilson's above Sacramento, um, but Sacramento is, is a valley. And then just outside between by levees, that's it. Yeah. Like those and, levees break Sacramento's underwater again, which it did in the Galt area, right? Consumed as it did, did go yeah. over. Yeah. Um, I did see that. Like you couldn't even see the highway. Like Dillard Road was all underwater. I saw that. Yeah. Um, but Sacramento has like a fail safe. Our triple C flooded. Oh, did it really? Yeah, they had to evacuate everyone out of there. That's a jail, everybody. 2,000 inmates. Wow. And spots for. You know, just put them on little rafts, man. Yeah. Um, but Sacramento has a failsafe. It's called the uh, Causeway, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And they, they, they flood that. Um, and it it looks like a ocean when they flood it because it's yeah. very, very vast. And it's um, actually pretty deep because it it's come up. I don't know about what it did this time, but I know before it's come up to the the bridge. Yeah. Like, and that's what, 30, 40 feet high over. Yeah. The, yeah. Cause in the Sacramento is surrounded by like a bunch of like, uh, like rice fields that are flooded too, but that's only like just like a foot of water, if anything. Yeah. But the causeway basically they, they it diverts all the river water that way. Um, and then after basically that, like a big holding tank. Yeah. And have you seen what Folsom looks like lately? I've been asking around about that, but I haven't I seen heard any pictures. Uh, I heard it's super muddy, but I'm pretty sure it's full because they're pushing so much water. Like the flows right now are, I forget, you'll have to ask the stallion. He knows the numbers, but the flow rate, he said, is something like 100 times more than normal. Yeah, I've seen some videos of people like in there doing it's that like surfing thing. Normally like 9,000 cfs and it's at ninety thousand or something crazy yeah. like that yeah i saw some people in there like doing that surfing where they just surf on the on like one of the wakes right there i'm like Dude, man first there, of all that's some nasty water that, there's somebody that went uh kayaking down the american river that day everything flooded and the american river was about uh, it, at least five maybe six times wider than wow. it normally is and this you see the video it's on that El Dorado County watch page, but you see the video and they're like showing the river and you're like, Oh, you're seeing like 
sticks and logs float by and he zooms in on one that you think's a log. No, it's a dude on a kayak. It's, <laughs> and he looks so tiny, like floating down the river. Yeah. That, that's, that's no joke though. Cause the, there's waterfalls on that river. Yeah. And I mean, you probably won't survive. Uh, there, probably, that. there probably wasn't any, the, the water was so high. There probably wasn't any waterfalls. It was probably just a big rapid. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I mean, it's further down in the Sacramento area, that water is nasty. Like we're outside of Folsom, oh, you yeah. have all the homeless Eagle encampments. Eye. The homeless yeah. encampments, needles floating everywhere. I'm like, yeah. dude, it, it, it's not a joke. And then I saw a video of Oakland. Now, Oakland, when you're driving into Oakland on the 80 side, or was it 880, I think, before you hit the Bay Bridge? Yeah. Uh, to your right, there is, it's it's the Bay. And it's right up against the highway. And that whole thing was just flooded all the way over. And I'm like, you see people in like little, you know, Elantras and like Honda Civics just driving by and they're like getting stuck. I'm like, dude, why are you driving through? Yeah. It, it, it's, there's a lot of water um, in, in California. And I can't say that all the time. A lot of water in California right now. But um, hopefully you guys yeah. are actually holding so it this I, time. I read this, right? Newsom just declared a state of emergency. For flooding, right? Right. We are simultaneously in a state of emergency for flooding and a state of emergency for drought right now. <laughs> How does that make sense? Yeah. One's got to end. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you, first of all, I've always been like an uh, advocate for building another dam uh, up in Auburn. They were going to build a dam there. Dam something up there. That way you have Auburn and you have Folsom. Problem solved. Um, I'm not a super big proponent of it because I, I mean, California is all done except for, I think Kasumnas river is the only non-damned river in all of California. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure. Maybe it's one of like two, but cause that lets like salmon runs go. And I'd rather, you know, I'd like to see salmon all the way up in Amador County, you know? Yeah. It'd be cool. But what about what feeds the Los Angeles aqueduct, the canal that runs from Northern California to Southern California? Is that consumeness? That's Sacramento, I'm pretty sure. So, you know, which is weird because the Sacramento River essentially at some point meets the ocean. It Yeah, it, in the delta right there. The delta. And then, and then that's where that tunnel picks up, I believe. Yeah. It takes it down. Yeah, it's weird because we're all wondering the same thing. Like, because you get to a point where you you have that, like for many years. I mean, man, I want to say the past like six years, it's been a drought. You know, the lake's gone small. I mean, Lake Oroville. I mean, you you can look at the very bottom of it now. And then I think the last time where we had a major rain was I think you were in the academy, and it was during the whole thing with the Oroville Dam. Yeah. That was like the the last time I think we had major water issues. That's actually the last time I saw the causeway get flooded. Yeah, there's a, um, there's a good video of uh, what's it called Slab Creek Reservoir, the mm-hmm. dam there. It, the water's just pouring over it, and there's you know fifty sixty foot trees going over the edge. It's wow. Cool. Yeah. Because they, so, they had a big buoy line that was, you know, how they have a buoy before the dam so people don't get too close. Yeah. yeah they decided we're going to cut that because there's this huge backlog of all these trees from the fire that have fallen over that are now swept into the river. And they let it go. And it's just log after log after log going over the dam. I got to look at that. That's cool. I mean, I don't know what it is. Speaking of that, I sent you this. Did you look at it at all? 
I, I'm not on my phone when we're recording, Wilson. No, I sent you this before we recorded. Uh, was it's it about Santa Cruz? Was it through Discord? Yes. Um, let me pull it up, I guess. So if anyone well, wants to be a part of our chat. Wait, is it oh, public? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Me either. I don't know how to run it. We need to get a moderator. Stand by on that, people. Yeah, dude, we can't afford a moderator. <laughs> uh, let's a lot of people see. do it for free. I got to log into ours. I have a couple of Discord chats going. Um, if if little, anything, it's on sfgate.com, so you can probably find it on there. Oh, Driftwood. There we go. Yeah. Wow. You see that first picture? Yeah. So, and then there's like a, a flyby. So, um, what what river is that that runs up near Santa Cruz? San Lorenzo River. Um, since the waters went so high, it picked up a ton of debris. Um, and there's uh, 30 to 40 foot logs that floated down and then got to the ocean, but then the ocean spit it back out onto the beach. And some of these videos, it's like mountains of trees. Like if you go down, there's one where it shows the pier. Do you see that one? I'm actually having a hard time with Discord right now. It's only opening that one picture. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, oh, I think I got it. There we go. I opened it's the picture, not the article. By, uh, Mr. Mr. Tom Bentley. Tom Bentley, how are you, of, sir? Of Twitter, at Tom Bentley now, if you want to follow him. Wish my name was Tom Bentley now. He's got quite the mustache. Um, Looks like he stole your glasses, too. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> um, it's not loaded. Oh, there we go. I see a guy hanging uh, on. Seacliff State Beach Pier. Looks like it's destroyed, too. Oh, yeah. Look at that. There's like half a ton, of a ton of logs, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. This, this, what did your, uh, um, your winds get up to there? Oh, it was bad. Like, you, sh you should see my property. No trees went down. Thank goodness this time, but, uh, it was, it was gusts of like 90 miles an hour or something. Cause, um, I know that you guys, uh, normally don't get a whole lot of wind in your area. Yeah. Um, it's been super bad late it, this weekend too. It was bad. But I've seen pictures of like full on palm trees that got uprooted and those are hard to uproot. Oh yeah. Have you, do you follow uh, Patrick Wood Co on Instagram? No, but um, kind of a ironic name. Um well he he's he does like woodcraft stuff. And uh he posted a video at his house. He, oh, his last name is at Woodco? No uh, uh no. Oh, that's that's like that's like hi, my I name is Tommy. I actually Tom don't know. I know his I'm pretty sure his first name is Patrick, but so Tommy Drumby for uh CDCR. He's retired now and he oh, does okay. this. But he does a bunch of woodcraft stuff and he's like, There's no need for me to go get wood this time. And each yeah. video of him pulling this tree on his property down the rest of the way because the wind like half blew it over. Speaking of which, um you had you normally you do like uh metal detecting. But yeah, as as of late, the stuff just comes to you. Do you do you have the sound clip or no? Oh, we can't do that, huh? I, I don't have it hooked up right now. Oh, great! You could probably fail. add. You could probably add it when you're editing. 
Yeah, I'm not going to edit this. We're still good. I have no notes yet. <laughs> so what did Wilson find on his property this week? Look, now I don't have to add it. See, so uh, I have I have the creek in the back of my property, not the river, but it became a river this time. I know Mrs. Claus sent me some video and it. It, it was Russian, man. <laughs> No, we're we're in America. I don't yeah, not, care. Okay, Tom. That's only that's only uh part of the year that I'm up that far north. Um yeah. but yeah, it it it's normally about a maybe three foot four four and a half foot wide at the most creek by maybe a foot deep ish. Our creek became about fifty feet wide. And in some spots, like 10, 15, 20 feet deep. Um, wow. But uh, my neighbor next to me, he got the worst of it because his house is built a little closer to the creek. So his house was under about two inches of water. So, I mean, inside there was about two inches of water. Yeah. And then uh, his whole backyard was basically the creek. And um, he has a bridge that goes over it normally. And half of that <laughs> broke off. and. Luckily, I'm downstream of him, so now I have a bridge that goes across the creek. So is it kind of like it's finders literally. keepers? Well, I mean, whenever he wants to come get it, it's it's in almost perfect shape. It just like lifted off and like there's still cement attached to the post that it ripped out. So like it, but it's sitting almost perfect for us to be able to just we can walk across now. There you go. So. <laughs> and now, now you can find that cave back there, dude. And it's a lot easier now because the water went up so high. The blackberries, it like ripped some of them out, Ooh, like all the yeah. dead stuff. So it thinned everything out and flattened it down, which brings me to another point. So I found the bridge, right? Got a br free bridge out of this. Um, I walked around the pond area because all the blackberries, normally they're about eight foot tall. They were only like, you know, up to my waist. So I was able to step over them and smash them down. Some parts it was already smashed down. So I got around the backside of the pond. And I had heard a story from a neighbor that there was something in these blackberry bushes. So I was like, I'm going to find this. I'm walking. I don't see anything. And then I hear Mrs. Claus say, oh, I found it. Walk over. Found a little rowboat underneath all the blackberry <laughs> bushes. So we pulled that out. And I, it's fiberglass, right? It's not aluminum. So like up at the top of it, the edges are like starting to like crumble. It's old. You can tell. I was like, all right, well see if it floats. So we're just going to push it into the pond because the pond's completely full now. I was like, if anything, I'll be able to get it next summer. You know, it'll, it'll dry down enough to where it'll be visible or it's just going to stay there. If it sinks, I don't care. It's like a shipwreck. Yeah. So I push it out there. Doesn't sink. I was like, huh? Yeah. So then I get it back over to the shore. I jump in it and I started paddling around in the pond. No water in it at all. Things got to be like, 40, 50 years old. Is there any video of pictures of you doing this? Yes, there is. Okay. You need to send those to me because those I are going on the gram. Mrs. Claus does. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to her. Okay. I was going to say, it sounds like you're building your own Oak Island out there. Like you have like, should. Because <laughs> you got, you put a ship there, I, a little I need boat, to, you put it there. The, the cattails <laughs> are like taking, they've taken over like half the pond. So I got to get some of that out. Then yeah. I can, you know, do laps around the pond. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a bridge and a boat. Remember, we I don't know how long ago it was. We did a uh, an article on that guy that stole that bridge. I think it was in Ohio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, that's you. I didn't <laughs> steal it, though. 
I don't Mother know. Nature gifted it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's re-gifted. Yeah. As an Indian giver, so you're, you're, he's going to ask for it back now? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell that wood for scrap. Probably get a, a lot of money for it. Well, that's what you're saying. Judging by these pictures right here, um, a lot of these uh, woodworking hobbyists, man, they have some good quality driftwood that they can make some cool tables and stuff out yeah, of. Yeah, I think, though, since it's at a state, if it's at a state beach, I think it's illegal to take it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Which is I mean, dumb because there's so much of it. Like, if they somebody's going to anyway? do something useful with it, let them do it. Yeah, like what That's are they going to do with it Folsom, anyway? Folsom Lake, when you're talking about when everything flooded the last time, Folsom uh-huh. Lake had so much uh, like driftwood debris come because it got so full. And then once the water started to go, go back down, it was just the shores were covered. So they had to bring a whole company in just to like throw it into a wood chipper. And then they were taking that to like a, a biofuel power plant and they were using it to burn to make power. Because I think the one of the only times I've ever actually skied at um, Folsom, I remember I was like, you know, I was I was doing pretty good. I mean, skiing is hard. It was the solo ski, the, the one. Slalom. Yeah. And I, I, I wasn't going back and forth. I was just holding on for dear life in the middle. And I remember like just railing a piece of wood. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it was like a log just floating. And we weren't yeah. going very fast. But man, I was like, there's a lot of, a lot of garbage in there. Yeah. Bodies too. Um, there is, yeah, planes, all that yeah. stuff. But I mean, even you know, even towns. There's a town yeah, there, Mormon there Island. Yeah. Um. So, but you guys are doing good, though. It sounds like I know. I reached out when you guys were, you know, because you know how the news is. Like we're out here, Bob. It's crazy. There's water everywhere, and there's like they're standing like in a foot of water. Yeah. But um, I heard you guys got some good lightning and thunder, which is awesome. I know I had lightning when I drove up the hill on Monday morning. Like it was lightning and then it snowed. It was weird. Oh, I don't, I've never had that, but I do know that I love thunder and lightning. And it's funny. My sister, she goes, Oh, I don't like it. It kept me up all night or thing. And you know, she's wanting to move to Tennessee. I'm like, well, you better get used to it. Yeah. That- cause, cause, cause it gets gnarly and I love it. I'll, I mean, I won't go outside, but I'll, um, watch it from like either in my garage or um, just from the window. But did you see, um, I forgot uh, who it was. It was, it was some NASCAR racer. I want to say it was uh, Austin Dillon or someone like that, but there was like a, uh, it was like a camera on the side of the, the actual, you know, mo- motorsports uh, warehouse. And you see the the hauler right there and there's this truck in the background. Then all of a sudden, the whole thing just lights up white, and you see a bunch of sparks fly. And it was, and it the basically what it was, it was lightning hit like a pickup truck out there in the um, in the in the parking lot, and there's no one in it. But all of a sudden, after it was all done, like the lights are on on the truck. Huh. It like I don't know if it started the truck or there was so much electricity in there that the lights came on, but it was pretty gnarly seeing that happen. Where did it happen? Florida. I don't know. It was Florida. It was uh, it was it was a NASCAR racer. Um, I forget who it was. I should know this because I'm a NASCAR fan. I would know if it was like Kyle Larson or Chase Elliott, but uh, Dale Earnhardt. Eight days. It was. Well, it wasn't Dale. Uh, oh, maybe it was JR Motorsports where it happened. But I remember the Dale Hall Earnhardt was, Jr.'s NASCAR team. Yeah. Okay. So so it's JR Motorsports, and then I don't know what the hauler North on the picture. Carolina, which makes sense. It's where they all are. Where's the video? Oh, here we go. 
Sparks were flying this morning is what they say. Starting off the year with a bang. All right. Oh, they're hilarious, aren't they? <laughs> you know what it might have been? I don't know if it, it it strikes the truck. Let's see here. Oh, first-hand, exp- you know, we got the lightning master here. Oh, they are on. I, yeah, see, I they're thought, on. Yeah. See, they weren't I, before. I they were when it uh, hits. I thought that it was um, flashing. I was like, maybe just the, the noise set off the alarm on the truck. You oh, know? I, you know, I didn't even thought of that. Yeah. But yeah, but they're solid on though. Um, Boom. But yeah. It, it might. I mean, it doesn't look like it destroyed the truck at all. That's no. It looks different here. I was wondering why it, it might have hit, hit right in front. Or or it might have hit that trailer. Because the trailer's taller. There's times where I've been at my house and we've had some lightning hit really close. I mean, close, maybe a mile. It's uh, Al Geyer's hauler. Justin Al That's who it was. Yeah. Um, who did I say? Austin Dillon. I knew, I knew it had an A somewhere in it. Um, but when lightning hits that close, it is the loudest thing. And I'm sitting oh, yeah. there. I'm in my bedroom and then it hits. And then I'm like, right when it hits, I hear my wife and daughter. They go, ah, they scream. Oh. And I'm just laughing, and I love it. So they had lightning hit their front gate as well. The same strike? No, different strike. Wow. Seen this one? No, I don't want to be anywhere near them when that happens. I'll uh, put this on the old Discord. But yeah, I love it how, I love it how everybody is like, um, saying stuff like. Or in my family, oh, I don't, I don't like lightning and thunder. I'm like, man, you live in the wrong area. I love that. People are asking if this is a sign of bad luck or an omen that uh, the Xfinity series for this year will be off to a red hot start. <laughs> yeah. Well, Algar is he still in Xfinity or has he moved up to the uh, the old uh, the big leagues Cup series? I'm not sure. It's about uh, if you look at that link, it's, it's uh, okay. I see it right, right now. In the middle of it. There's two of them. I see a gate. Let's take a look at that real yeah. quick. It's pretty crazy. Just oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. You know, I know all that, these... Go ahead. I would say, like, it, it's crazy how it, 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 two different strikes hit the same area. I mean, that's kind of, area. I mean, that's usually that doesn't happen that often. Yeah. And that happened on January 4th. Yeah. But I, I I love it though, man. Um, lightning's cool, especially like when you're up at, uh, up in the mountain, like, and you look down and you can see it kind of like glow the entire valley. It's kind of eerie. Kind of reminds me of like a Stranger Things type thing. Yeah, and I gotta but, say, I've had this discussion with multiple people now. Uh there's 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 uh, this one book. It's pretty popular. You might you the, might know what book I'm the Bible. About. The yeah. Bible. But uh, it talks about all these like natural disasters. Oh, you weren't kidding. I was making a, I was making a joke. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. It talks about all these natural disasters getting more frequent and stuff. And like all signs are pointing to yes right now, you know, like California got hit with two earthquakes that were bad uh, within a week of each other. And then all this flooding and stuff when yeah. we're in the middle of a drought. So, yeah. I mean, a drought you, in itself is a natural disaster. So if, if you start seeing like grasshoppers and locusts yeah. like flying and, and then my creek turns red. Yeah, dude. 
I've there's been. a weird, uh, super white, nasty looking horse in my backyard. Yeah. There's four of them. Yeah. <laughs> One's name is Pestilence. I don't know. Look it up, people. It smells really bad over there. Sulfur and butt. <laughs> I don't think that was in the Bible. Anus, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't he in the Old Testament? Yeah, he was. Um, so switching gears real quick. Uh, one of the the uh, things. Oh, first of all, while we're on the subject of uh, you know, lightning and Tennessee and stuff, just uh, we don't know a whole lot yet. Thin Line Brewing looks like they're going to be making a comeback in the uh, like lightning's going to strike in Kingston, Tennessee. That's what I, I think. Or, is it Kingston or Kingsport? Uh, I think it's it's Kingston. Kings Kings something, but we'll let you guys know because um, that's going to be awesome. But anyways, uh, one of the biggest stories that's happened right now and um, is the, the what happened to Kingston. Demar Kingston. Okay, what yeah. happened to, to Demar Hamlin? The uh, was he safety right for the Buffalo Bills? Yes. Yeah. Um, and and we already know the whole story. He suffered cardiac arrest while um, tackling another player. And apparently it was, um, I'm not going to go into like the, the theories of vaccinated or whatever. Um, regardless, he had cardiac arrest, um, which was crazy to see um, to begin with. But the, mm-hmm. the thing, I remember I sent you a text right after and I said, I find it funny that like everybody is like talking about like, you know, because both teams were on the field praying for him while it happened. And then you hear the, the, the news outlet say look how powerful of a statement this is right here and i'm sitting there thinking to myself i'm like yet yeah, you are the same people that made fun of tim tebow yeah and i'm like what changed and i i just i just saw an uh article today too about some oh i forget her name she's like some middle eastern type singer but apparently she's pretty famous. She has a bunch of followers, but she was like Hindu, oh. but she came out as Christian now. And I know you're talking about, she's I can't like, remember her name. Apparently there's a bunch of people that are unfollowing her because she's saying that she's Christian and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, but it was so powerful when, when they were pay- praying for Damara Hamlin on the field. But when somebody comes out and says they believe in God, you know, that's, that's when you draw the line. What? It makes no sense. The whole world is backwards. It, it is. And, and so I, I, I seriously, like I, one of my, uh, every year at the beginning of the year, most churches, they do what was called a fast. And our, ours was only a three day fast. So it wasn't too hard. But funny thing is, I'm still doing it. Um, my fast was I wasn't going to listen to anything, um, any music that was secular in nature. All I was going to listen to was uh, worship music and the music that I'm going to be playing on Sunday so I can learn it. And then, uh, podcasts I'd be listening to like uh, Christian theology podcasts and then uh, just some discussions. Dude. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not gonna lie. Some of it, dude, it's a snoozer. It's boring, but I just wanted to fill myself with good stuff. And um, the thing that I, I noticed is um, a lot of people um, when you have, they've never seen someone die, Right. <laughs> so when you watch that uh video of Damar Hamlin, like he, he dies. He's dead at that yeah. moment when he hits the ground. His heart is done. He's stopped. And so I think a lot of people get a rude awakening onto holy crap, this really happened. So like for me, um, you know, I'm I'm sitting in 
a moment of prayer and I'm, I'm thinking about it, you know, so when I'm, when I'm doing all those things during this fast, I'm really sitting there thinking like, what changed? Like, you know, I'm put, putting all my thought into this because one, I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted with the hypocrisy of the media on how they flip the switch so sudden, which they always seem to do. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, but at the same time, if this is what it takes to let people not, not get belittled and to show people the power of prayer, then I'm for it. Because if you remember back on a long, a couple of episodes, not a couple of episodes ago, many times, we never wanted a nine 11, but I wanted a nine 12. I, I, something had to happen to bring the country together. And I've, I, I saw that and I'm like, I think it's because a lot of people, you know, they, they, they don't believe in prayer and everything. And then they see something like that happen in, in real time, this dude, good one second, the net second, he's on the ground, he's dead. CPR cuts away, you know, and then, you know, now he's doing, doing good and everything. He's, I think as of today, he's released out of the Buffalo hospital. So he's back home now, which is, it's amazing. The recovery is amazing. And modern science is amazing too, with, with, um, especially, uh, how fast the, the, the trainers got there. Um, yeah, within which, 40 seconds or something like that, they were, which is why CPR. it's, why it's so important, uh, that if you don't know how to do CPR, get trained because you can be doing that because it takes the ambulance forever to get there sometimes and get first aid training, get CPR trained, do it. I'm trained. Wilson's trained. Just do it because you can save a life. And, you know, and with technology, you know, cause they have this thing, I think it's called the Lucas system. Um, the stallion would know it's basically a, a machine that wraps around your chest and it does the compressions nonstop. Oh, that's I, cool. It, and so you could be in route. And so there's not an Lazarus actual system. <laughs> yeah. Come forth. <laughs> and so there's basically, it, it's taking the the pressure out of the person. Cause it's exhausting to yeah. do that. Cause we've had to do it on mannequins and everything. That's, and that's a mannequin. If you ever do the training, you, you'll learn, you have a second person there. You switch off. Like you're supposed to switch off like every and, and couple it, rotations. And if you don't have that second person there, uh, there's a choice to be made. You could either, uh, Exert yourself and be a statistic, or you just stop. It's just the what it is. And I was I asked my wife that question. Well, what if there's anybody who's ever been given CPR to somebody and they actually had a heart attack themselves doing it? Yeah. I'm sure it's happened. Probably. But but I, I think the thing that's changed is that people saw what happened. And I, I don't I don't really post a whole lot on social media anymore. And uh I don't really go on it a whole lot, but I was following the story pretty good. And I saw some people um, that were just saying the most hateful things. They're like, why do we keep seeing this thug? I'm like, thug? What makes you think this dude's a thug? I'm like, did you look into his background? I'm like, one, first of all, human life, okay? Second of all, from, from my herd, dude's a really good Christian dude and does a lot of charity work. Yeah. So you better check yourself before you start calling this guy a thug. And I'm like... The, the, the hatred I saw, I'm like, dude, like, this is a... It's, it's, and it, the thing is, like, these people get mad and they say, why, why are we still staying? This guy died on national television in front of everyone. Right. Like, it, that's a big deal. Yeah. It's not every day you turn on the news and, oh, that person just died, you know? Right. And I see, 
I, I see people all the time. I mean, Aubrey Huff. I, I like Aubrey Huff. He's come out and said some things that I'm like, I, I don't agree with. Grant, like I said, there's not one person on the, on the earth I agree with 100%. But I'm like, Huff, come on. You, you're, you're like, he's all, did he get the jab? He probably did. Okay. So did yeah, a lot of people. To. He's in the NFL. I think it was requirement. He got, but, he got the booster a week prior to that happening. But we're not talking about that right now. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 that's not the point. The point is the dude died on national TV. And we saw people come together that we haven't seen since I haven't seen since 9-12-2001. Yeah, the, the whole next, like this last weekend in football, everybody was wearing that shirt. Right. Every team. Yeah, and that's every forty nine er had a, had a shirt on for him. You know, there are people in other sports that were that were doing it. Yeah, you know, and you know, like I said, if this is what it takes for people to see that prayer works, you know, and you know, I listened to, like I said, I was listening to some podcasts, and one of the the, the title of it was something like, um, "Why does prayer work sometimes and sometimes it doesn't?" It's because God has a plan for everybody. Sometimes it's what we want, sometimes it isn't. You know, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's and that's it, that's what he said too in one of his posts. Yeah, and and the, the dude is like. I hope I hope he writes some sort of like a, a a book or something on just like not what it felt, but like uh just I guess the impact of it all. Um That's that it's had on a wake up call for anyone. I would no think matter so. where you're at in life, you know? Cause I'm gonna I'm going to Winter Gym in a couple of weeks and one of um you and I both seen Jeremy Camp live and he's gonna be there and he has a movie called Believe and those of you guys that don't know Jeremy Camp's story, he had a first his first wife. She died. I want to say of of, of cancer. Was um, it on their honeymoon in Hawaii? I, I don't know. They weren't very married for very long. I, I remember feel like that. it was on their honeymoon. Um, but I'm like just hearing that story and, and seeing how someone could overcome that. It's got to be amazing. But, um, you know. Demar, De oh, the other thing is, is uh, what I thought was powerful too, and people have been talking about. It. I want to say ESPN, which in my mind has become the CNN of basically sports, because yeah, the, the, they'll they'll interject political stuff into sports all the time. But there was this, um, there was this uh, reporter. I wish I got grabbed his name, but he like on the spot on TV just prayed for Demar Hamlin right there like while being filmed and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, dude, that one, not only is that powerful just because you see someone praying uh, on, on TV for this guy, but in today's climate, you see a white man praying for a black man. The media is lying to you. The yeah. media is, is, is basically saying all this stuff. Like everybody's racist. The media is the one that's trying to feed all this negativity. And so if I see the you know when I saw the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals praying together, and I see this newscaster doing it on TV. If that's what it takes to wake up this world, then so be it. And like you said, Demar Hamlin said the same thing. And it, it, it's you know what's funny too is when we started talking about this, I talked to somebody else about this, and they, they were they were probably joking, but. Immediately when I when I said like the whole Tim Tebow thing, everybody made fun of him. Damar Hamlin, it's just so powerful. And um, he, the person immediately went to race. He's like, "Well, Tim Tebow's white." 
I was like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and the thing is, I mean, some people could think that, yeah, it's because people are thinking he's dumb for it. But you know what? At the same time, Tim Tebow kept us cool the whole time. Yeah. And I know Tim Tebow right now. A heart with someone like his, knowing what happened to DeMar Hamlin, and he probably never went there with it like, well, it wasn't okay when I did it. He probably went like, yes, now they get it. Yeah. And that's all his goal was. That's all his goal was. And so I'm very maybe, interested. Maybe his whole people making fun of him prepared people to be okay with all this happening. Maybe that was all big plan. Who knows? It could, and man, I wish I had all the answers. I really do. But what I saw on TV, I just saw like this amazing thing. I'm like, man, you know, people coming together, uh, you know, even the NFL, you know, there was some controversy if the NFL was saying, like, come back out and play and stuff. But people were like, dude, it's just a game. We're not going to play. You know, seeing grown men, big dudes crying, you know. And I'm like, in a world where we're told, you know, to man up, you know, don't show your emotion. You know, you're fine. You'll walk it off, all this stuff. No, at some point, you have to just be able to let think, let emotions take its toll and do it. And I, I think I saw that happen. And I, I wish I could, I mean, honestly, I wish I could have been in that crowd to experience that what that crowd was seeing. Because I've seen someone die in front of me, my dad. Um, and granted, it wasn't to the extent where they're doing CPR and it was, it was much peaceful. It was pretty peaceful. But I, I, when you see, I've seen car accidents where they've been doing CPR on people. And knowing that this is this, there's pure chaos in this little section in front of me right now where someone's life is on the line and just seeing people come together you see these people over here putting their use uh their medical experience to work and trying to serve you make this guy survive other people off in the corner just praying it's it's amazing about about three or four months ago we were at church and we were sitting you know about halfway and it was right after worship, the pastor's up talking, he's in the middle of a sermon. And I thought it was a skit, honestly. In the middle of his sermon, all of a sudden this lady two rows behind me just starts yelling, help, help. Um, like I said, it, I thought it was like a skit or something. And it scared me. And so I looked back and she was, my son's having a medical emergency. And it looked like he was, uh, might've been having a seizure. I wasn't quite sure. I literally, it, it was like a, it was the craziest thing, like a flip of the switch. I saw everyone who was in there who had medical experience, nurses and stuff, get up, run to that person. The pastor said, we have people taking care of that right now. Let's pray like that. And everyone has prayed. I didn't look back. I don't even know what happened. I don't even know if he's fine, but it was just like everyone jump into action. And it was amazing seeing people just jump into action. And you like, I know that you've done it before where you've come across a car accident and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you just kind of, you just do what you do. It's just natural. You get out. Is everyone okay? And then all of a sudden, you know, the proper people get there. And you're okay. Do you need anything from me? Nope. All right. Then you're on your way. That's why I say it's so important. Get CPR trained. And it's not that hard. I think you just contact the Red Cross and get it done. Um, and then uh, I think uh, even if you, uh, don't quote me on this. Even if you don't know CPR, if you like research it, know how to do it and you do it, 
I think the good Samaritan law still covers you if you're trying to keep the person alive. I don't quote me on that, but I think so. It used to be like, if you're not trained, you could get sued. So a lot of people wouldn't do it. Um, there are proper ways of doing it. So just do, make sure you do your research. But that's what I thought. And um, if you call 911, every 911 operator is trained in how to tell you at least how to do compressions, which is compressions. the main thing. And I think they've gone to compressions only yeah. for a while. Um, I think they found that that's um, more beneficial. Plus, you know, time of COVID, they they were, man, I have the hiccups. They were, uh, maybe I need CPR. Wow. <laughs> um, oh my, Wilson, where are you? Um, it's like, it's like uh, was it Wendy, Wendy uh, <laughs> from Sandlot? <laughs> where, where, where Squints was like, Faking it in Sandlot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, peppercorn? Wendy Peppercorn? Is that what it was? Pe- peppercorn, Peppercorn, something like, something like that. I don't know. I had Great 19 movie. kids. Great. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, just, just get trained because, you know, when you don't know how far away those people are. Uh, and like you said, number one, we'll walk you through it. Um, I've heard so many, some podcasts I listen to, it's like number one, uh, operators and people are, I'm too afraid to do it. Like, man, nobody's wanting to do it. Like it, it, it's an intense situation, but dude, you could be that difference in that person's life. Like, I think even DeMar Hamlin said like, man, stop like talking about me and talk about like the trainer who saved my life. Let's talk about those guys. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I guess bottom line, what I saw on TV was, uh, to me, it seemed like a bit of a miracle. And it's not every day we see that happen live on TV, seeing a guy drop dead, people come together, and then the outcome that we have right now. Now, whether or not he's going to be playing in the NFL again, ever again, I don't know. But I think he might have something to do with NFL, whether on the sidelines or coaching. Yeah, or- I saw that he has a new role with the with the Bills. Yeah. And I mean, that's awesome. And I mean, shoot, even someone like a, like a motivator, like Hunter Pence was for the giants, um, just someone to boost the team's morale. You know, I think every team, they might, I think every team might have a chaplain, but man, what an awesome testimony this guy would have, you know, cause he, he reminds me like he could do stuff like what Dave Dravecki does, what Daryl Strawberry does, where they go around and just talk about their experiences and how it changed their life and how it could possibly change someone else's life. Um, even stories that have come about this. I mean, even Josh Allen went on, on national TV and he said like, you know, God is real. These are things that you don't hear about on TV anymore, you know, cause TV is so full of negativity. Yeah. And it was, just, it was just one day it was negativity. And all of a sudden I just see this very hopeful, you know, compassionate, not, not one angry face you know, emoji or whatever on the, on the post. But, you know, you did have that one moron who said, why are we seeing this thug or whatever? But, you know, you click on his picture and he's from like, you know, Iraq or something. He has like a name that's like 20 consonants long and he's obviously a bot, you know, so it's, or Russian or whatever. I don't know, but it's, uh, I'm really interested to see this all play out. You know, I think it's going to be good. Uh, you know, I mean, I know it is a bad thing right now because all I do see on or all I do see, all I am seeing right now on some of the other outlets are like there was this MMA fighter. She was 18 and she died. Yeah. Dropped dead. This college basketball player dropped dead. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying not denying what, you know, the reason why people are dying is. Uh, but it, it's it was the response, I guess, that I was pretty amazed by. 
and really happy about because I I I would have never expected that in today's world. Yeah, I would have expected uh, both sides of racism coming out. Uh, you know, people blaming the vaccine, people, you know, blaming what whatever they want to blame, but no one just but just the the amount of people I guess I'd say the silent minor or silent majority kind of showed their face and it, and it brought a little bit of a uh, um, hope for humanity, I guess, back in and, and at the early stages of 2023. So I'm hoping that stays the course. That's my hope. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, and since we're talking about that, you know, we're trying to land the ship. I did have my first rehearsal with the worship team, dude. I sent you a long text that you never responded to. I know. I was, you know, driving scared for my life. So <laughs> I know. So, yeah. While <laughs> holding your phone, let's talk about that. <laughs> hey, it, I use voice commands to take the picture. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so but my yeah, new, my, my new truck takes pictures. It's got a camera on the front. Dude, that's <laughs> amazing. That's the, that's the elite package. Yeah. Um, but man, I tell you what, uh, I've, like I said, I've been practicing for like three hours every day for, to get for these songs. Last Thursday, I had my first rehearsal, and I'm sitting there, and they're like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm like, I'm nervous, like super nervous right now. And you know me, Wilson. I played many shows. You were my drum tech to a lot of people, and I was never nervous. But this is a whole new world, man. Having the click in your ear, the MD, dude, it is different, man. So I sit down the drums. I do do my little do-do-do. Oh, yeah, I got this. I got this. I'm sitting there. And then I'll, first song comes in, and mind you, your in-ear mix is very raw, very raw. So there's no uh, reverb. The singers sound flat. It, it literally sounds like everyone's talking like this. Like it's horrible. Uh, and I'll and the whole time all I'm hearing is like this little click in my ear. It's so and it's ear piercing, and. I'm, I'm drumming. I'm like, okay, I got this. I'm just, I'm just going to play to the clicks. I'm playing. Oh, yeah. And the MD, she's talking to me. Here. She goes, okay, we're going to do a transition here. All right. Transition to the chorus. All right, I got this. All of a sudden, she goes, okay, breakdown. I'm like, okay, hold on. We have we have a definition difference here. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my world, do, 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 do. In, in, in my breakdown, my breakdown, feel it. yeah, I'm like, I'm the senior thing. And I'm like, okay. I'm about ready to do like a hardcore dance, like do do doom, do do doom, doom, do do doom, build the crowd up. So I'm like, what do I do? So I'm just like, go to the toms. So I went to the toms and she goes, break down. I'm like, I am. <laughs> then, then she just then she just says, hit the symbols. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's already, so already hitting the symbols. And I'm like, oh man. And then uh I told her towards I don't know the lingo. And it's funny because she she listens to metal too. I said, I was going for like a breakdown. I don't know. I didn't know you guys were listening to hardcore music here. And and she goes, I guess there's a bunch of different lingos and stuff like that. But like some of the stuff, it's like crazy because I'm like, um, you're hearing the song, you're playing also, you're, okay, we're going to hold on the G right here. Okay. Hold, hold. Okay. We're going to be out in three, two, one breakdown. I'm like, dude, I've just, what? <laughs> like, I have no idea. Um, but it's a learning curve. So Sunday would have been my first day drumming. Luckily, Josiah, who's our, actually our, uh, youth group leader. He's a 
phenomenal musician. The dude has actually plays every instrument. So the, you'll see him up on keyboard, guitar, uh, drums and stuff. He's, he's just phenomenal. So he actually played on Sunday, uh, which I'm actually grateful for because I wasn't ready. Uh, I know the songs. I just wasn't used to the transitions with the lingo. So tomorrow is my second rehearsal with the team, a different team, which is kind of weird because each week there's a different team. So now I'm playing with different musicians. Um, same MD. So she'll be talking same in my lingo. ear. Yes, because it's the same MD. <laughs> um, so uh, it'd be a different team. Those songs I actually have down. Uh, so hopefully all I really have to worry about is just the working with the MD and stuff. Cause, the radar is jammed, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I really, and, and that's one thing too, because if you follow a bunch of different worship drummers' um, Instagrams, they actually have uh, their in-ear mix playing with their drums so you get to hear the MDs talking to them and these guys are so professional like so professional like Hillsong's drummer they actually joke around with each other during the middle of the set <laughs> like like talking and I'm like dude remember Wilson when I tell you to fix something I couldn't even I'm like hey, Wilson hit this like my mind my brain can't think like that and they're so um they're just professional about it and I'm hoping I can get to that point um, but there, I got to ask for permission for this, but one of these days, cause my, my phone is the metronome. Cause I actually have, my phone is plugged into the mix that goes into everybody's ears and I have the metronome app and that's what it goes. Now, if I could find another way to get the metronome there, I could do a splitter off of my, my headphones where it gets sent back to me and I could split it into my phone and record the in-ear mix. So you'll be able to hear exactly what i'm hearing and what i'm talking about because it is chaos man it is crazy um but i do feel like it's making me a better musician and one of my new year's resolutions was to drum more to learn new things and dude i've been like out of my wheelhouse like just i've been drumming like jazz and like asian fusion if that's a thing i think it's a food but i think more of like a uh whatever like a uh just like a samba I'm like, yeah, I just been drumming random stuff. So, oh, for that's so funny. I thought that was you that texted me, Mom. Dude, we're talking about this. I have a buddy named Josh Wills. Oh, and he said, "Are you on the drums this week?" And so I'm like, "Dude, are are you not listening to me?" It's so weird. I don't call I I don't call uh you by your real name. So anyways, man, that's what I'm doing this week. And that's what I did before we, pre <laughs> you probably just text me. Are you on the drums this week? You're really going to confuse me. So now I'm going to end up texting him back. Dude, I just told you. Yeah, you're a jerk. <laughs> um, so that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. So by the time you guys hear this, um, I will have either already drummed on a Sunday or not because i still don't get it um either way it's not like they're like you don't get this you're not on the team they said they're not going to put me in front of everyone if i'm not ready so but i'd really like to be ready because i'm i kind of like the first song that we're we're rocking out to uh it, it's kind of a amazing heavier race oh no it, it, it's kind of <laughs> I, I i had my my sister laughing i'm like you guys because like i said we're it's it's being it, our service gets get like televised so i'm like you guys need to watch it on that morning live uh, online and I'm all, I'm all this, I'm all, hopefully I'm drumming cause his first song's a banger. 
<laughs> my sister was laughing. I'm like, it, it sounds like a really, really upbeat Coldplay song, you know? And I'm like, I kind of, I kind of dig it. And the video, the, the band has David Crowder in it. So it's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, that's, oh, and then I'm going to be seeing a friend of the, oh, well, I guess your buddy Mike is not in the band anymore. Disciple in a few weeks. Oh, is, oh, Mike, yeah. is it Micah or is he in Cutlass? Mike. You know, both. Yeah. Was he in both bands? No, no, only Disciple. Okay, but he's not in the band anymore. But he was uh, he was in another he was in Falling Up as well. Oh, really? Yeah, he was he wow. started with Falling Up and then went to Disciple. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see that. So that's gonna be fun again. I but the weird thing is that's all the winter jams I went to were with you. Yeah. So thanks for going be, without me. Yeah, cool. Well, they don't do it over here anymore. There's, they do. The, the, there's God a forsaken the, state. <laughs> well, maybe Demar Hamlin changed that. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I know Winter Jam goes, uh, there's different legs of it. So this is this first half. The second half, you might not get, say, Jeremy Camp. You might get Toby Mac or whatever. But we're getting... Uh, we get a little drum line. Oh, but we are we, we are getting Andy Minio, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Coming in hot. Um, Hopefully he has a real drummer this time. And it's not Brandon, though. Black Knight? Oh. Yeah, I don't think it's him. Huh. Um, but it's just gonna be fun, you know, especially that's why it's kind of reasons why I'm hoping I do, uh, drum this weekend is because I'll have my first taste of actually playing in front of people again on a worship team. And then a couple of weeks later, actually the, the following week later, actually seeing like professionals, like do it like Jeremy camps band, like all these guys, cause they're doing the same thing I'm doing just to a way bigger crowd. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pumped, man. I, I'm, I think 2023 is going to be good. I do know that uh, there will be some bad stuff that's going to happen. But what we do with that bad stuff is what's going to make the year what it is. We could either choose to sit in it and just stew in it and just Ew. make it. You know, it's bad. It's like me taking oh, a sit. bath. Yeah, yeah, sit. With the, there's, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Speaking of bath, I bought some Mr. Bubble the other day. Yeah, I love it. Um, but it's... Uh, didn't know they made bath bombs. There's no bath. Oh no, it's a jug. <laughs> you just bu- 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 in there. It says use three capfuls. Well, pff, amateurs, half the bottle. It's it's like it's like cl- like the serving size on Oreos. Three cookies. Yeah, I eat Oreos yeah. by the sleeve. Or, or use two uh, tablespoons of garlic or teaspoons of garlic. Well, pff, <laughs> uh, maybe two full heads that's, of garlic. That's where I accidentally forget the difference between teaspoon and tablespoon <laughs> yeah my bad but when i when it comes to like medicine like robitussin I'm like no this needs to be measured correctly that stuff is nasty <laughs> so but anyways i'm hoping 2023 is going to go good but you know there will be bad that's going to happen but what we do with it is ultimately is going to be the outcome of how well our 2023 actually goes yeah so but anyways do you have any final words my dude i've got nothing <laughs> wow throwback um you know send me some pictures of that boat and you on it and i might uh you know do a little instagram thingy with it. i think it might be fun okay so but that's all i got my guy so you know what laters of the minjay oh i totally forgot what i say normally
Job. Bye, Jobin. <laughs> there we go. Later, dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. I'll be back. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. I'll catch you on the flip side. You got it, Jobin. That was the greatest night in the history of television. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody, they're fine. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Then let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. I'm Joe Biden, and I can't remember this message. Stop it!